Hey everyone, welcome to Impact Your Marketplace. I'm Todd Alguire, and today we'll be talking about teamwork and trust. We will discuss how those two things remain sustainable competitive advantages and why they have been largely untapped in the marketplace. You're listening to the Impact Your Marketplace podcast with Todd Alguire. And now, here's Todd. All right, let's get started. And before we dive into the content, I wanted to give you a little bit of background on myself. For the last 10 years, I've been working for a Fortune 200 company in the healthcare space, specifically consulting with dental offices, and my experience has been amazing. Working with hundreds of offices have given me the opportunity to pull back the curtain, if you will, and be exposed to the internal workings of running a business and managing people. I have been a part of the successful practice looking to streamline efficiencies and lower overhead. I have taken on the challenge of working with teams in complete dysfunction. I think we all can agree that it's tough to run a business no matter what industry you find yourself in. I think you also would agree that there are key business principles that are required to be successful. The business principle that I want to start off with today is teamwork. Over the hundreds of dental offices that I have serviced, one truth has remained. Teamwork has always been present in a successful, thriving business. So building on this truth, the question is, why is teamwork so rare? This is not a new term per se, and everyone throws the term around, but I think in essence, that's the problem. Teamwork has lost its impact and true meaning. Furthermore, I think the general employee feels like teamwork happens by osmosis, just by proximity. And ultimately, teamwork does not just happen naturally. Just because you have the same employer with the same uniform on doesn't make you a team player. Furthermore, teamwork, if you really break it down, is really cooperation. And to truly cooperate with another in the pursuit of a unified vision is actually a feeling. And feelings are interesting because you can't instruct someone to have a feeling. Feelings happen naturally, over time, based on the type of environment that someone is in and the experiences they have within that environment. For example, as a leader, I can instruct someone to go work with another, but I can't instruct them to truly cooperate with another. So as leaders, you are responsible for creating the environment in which you and your team work. This is huge. Please understand, the environment is responsible for the feelings people have, and those feelings that people have are responsible for their behaviors. Once you understand this, here's the reality check. There's only two options. You have a good environment or you have a bad environment. A good environment produces teamwork or true cooperation and trust. A bad environment produces cynicism, paranoia, mistrust, and self-interest. Let me give you an example of some of the management styles that I've had to work with over the years. Manager A would proactively seek out their employees, ask how they're doing, and if they needed anything to do their job better. While manager B would sit back and observe, and once protocol was broken, would be engaged and comment. Obviously, they foster two different work environments. Manager A was a good environment that produced teamwork and trust. And manager B produced the bad environment which led to paranoia and mistrust. And you can see simply how management styles can affect a person's feelings and ultimately their behaviors in the marketplace. 
There's no doubt about the power of teamwork. My friend, Pat Lincioni, describes the effects of teamwork as this. Groups that work as teams make better, faster decisions than non-teams. They tap into the skills and opinions of people around them while ensuring greater alignment within the organization. So with that being true, why is it that leaders miss the importance of teamwork? What I have seen is that leaders tend to focus on finance, strategy, technology, marketing, things that are easy to measure and verify. They focus on the quantitative metrics so that they're able to see their ROI, their return on investment. Now, teamwork may be hard to measure, but when a leader invests their time in this business principle, the return is exponential. When people come together and set aside their individual needs, company and customer benefits. They do this by eliminating the office politics and confusion that plague most organizations. As a result, they get more done in less time with less cost. True teamwork or cooperation has the power to give people a true sense of connection and belonging, which ultimately makes them better people, better parents, better siblings, better friends. You get where I'm going. When this high level of teamwork is attained, effects can go well past the office walls. I've seen it. When a person knows that his or her employer is confident that they can do the job that they were hired to do, a true sense of security and fulfillment comes over that employee. You feel safe in your environment. And again, when you feel safe, your guard goes down, your creativity goes up, your efficiency goes up. And that, my friends, is why teamwork is a competitive advantage in the marketplace. The second business principle I'm going to talk about is trust. This is the other feeling that is produced out of the good environment. Remember, it also plays a vital role in impacting and directing our behaviors. Now, I think we'd all agree there's no quality or characteristic or feeling is more important than trust. Unfortunately, there's no quality characteristic or feeling that is as rare as trust. Now, the inescapable conclusion you may have already came to is this. To have the true teamwork and cooperation that we previously discussed, trust must be present. So let's take a deeper dive into why trust is so rare and actually what type of trust we're after. The first reason why trust is so rare is that it's just plain hard to attain. Again, remember, it's a feeling. I can't instruct you to trust me. Ultimately, you have to make that decision internally. Now let's explore this a little further and take the example of marriage. Can I form the bond of trust and marriage on the first date? Now, without the occasional exception, the majority of the time, the answer is no. However, if I'm in a 15-year relationship and still hesitant about getting married, you may be calling me out on my serious trust issues. You know, it doesn't take that long to determine if a person is truly worthy of my trust. The second reason is that people use the word inconsistently. Trust means different things to different people. We're not talking about predictive trust, the ability of a team member to predict another's behavior. What we're after is vulnerability-based trust. Vulnerability-based trust is exactly that, vulnerable. It's people who are not afraid to admit the truth about themselves. They look comfortable being exposed, and they say things like, I was wrong, I made a mistake, I need your help, or the best one, I'm sorry. The difficulty with vulnerability-based trust is that humans put up roadblocks. The first one is that adult humans have this crazy desire for self-preservation. 
This is when we learn things like look out for number one and never let them see you sweat. Basically, we've been conditioned to think of ourselves before anyone else. And this may be wise counsel if you're going your way to prison, right? That's the only time I could think that this would actually be beneficial. But guys, this mindset in a team setting is clearly toxic. The second roadblock to vulnerability-based trust is what we call the fundamental attribution error. It gets a little wordy, so follow me close. I'll give the example and then the definition. So the fundamental attribution error says this. We like to believe that we do bad things because the situation that we are put in. But somehow others do bad things because they are simply bad people with bad intentions. Definition. We attribute the negative behaviors of others to their character while attributing our own negative behaviors strictly to our environment. Similarly, we often attribute other people's success to their environment and our own success to our character. And this is because we like to believe we are inherently good and talented while others are merely lucky or beneficiaries of handouts or good fortune. It's just crazy when people are left to their own mind how they can twist and turn things. So I hope you're beginning to see that we are messy individuals. And if we are all thrown into an environment and asked to work together, problems can quickly arise. In addition, I hope you're also beginning to see that true teamwork, cooperation, and trust do not require great intellect or insight. It simply comes down to two things, courage and persistence. The goal is to be emotionally available for one another. With vulnerability-based trust, the dynamics of the team will change so much. Team members will be able to admit when they are wrong. Leaders will be able to acknowledge when a better idea is presented. With the absence of vulnerability-based trust, the side effects or results can be detrimental. The door is left open to a possible shift into the bad environment, thus producing feelings of cynicism, paranoia, mistrust, and self-interest. Teams then fail to recognize and tap into one another's skills. They waste time and energy managing their behaviors, they hold grudges, and they find reasons to avoid each other. I truly appreciate the time spent with me today, and I hope you found the content valuable. The call to action is this, ladies and gentlemen. Be attuned to the environment that you are responsible for. Is true teamwork taking place, or are you simply working together? Maybe survey your team for the presence of vulnerability-based trust and check yourself. Are you doing your part as a leader to model it? These business principles are necessities in the pursuit of excellence. You and your team have the potential to bless a lot of people for a long time. Please join me again next time as we continue to build on these foundations and truly impact your marketplace. If you have a question that you would like Todd to answer, or if you would like to take a deeper dive into the specifics of your business, email Todd at impactyourmarketplace at gmail.com.